I'm Mark Ficciani. Welcome to Forge Your Path. To see the type of impact he's been able to have on these lives of his athletes is really inspiring. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Forge Your Path Podcast Season 2. I am so excited to be back at you today. Uh, man, it has been an incredible week and can't wait to tell you why. So kicking off May here and man, two things just really, really supercharged this month for me. So I always get fired up at May. It's my birthday month. Going to have a birthday later, Memorial Day weekend. Always something I look forward to. And I just got to say, May just has always been one of my favorite months of the year. Living in New Jersey, Weather gets warmer, flowers start to bloom. It's just a great time to be alive and be outside. And it's just epic. So I figured something to kick off the month. I wanted to up my game a little bit. And, and the reason why is I had this crazy day on Sunday, April 30th. It was uh, supposed to be a soccer doubleheader down in Cherry Hill. And if you're listening from New Jersey and you know where I live, that's a good hour and a half drive. And so it was a kind of a, a shorter weekend where there was just rain the whole way through. And so we were up at Adam at 6.15, got Annie and Lily ready to go. Family's in the car, off and running, right? So we're 20 minutes into the drive right before the Garden State Parkway. You hear that little from Team Snap? Man, I nailed that audio, don't you think? That little team snap message that you know there's something going on. And we get the message from coach. Game one canceled. So we're like, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. Early wake up, totally shot my chance to sleep in Sunday. And uh, just a little aggravated. Not a coach, of course, but just at the situation. So we drive back to Madison. I get my, my next cup of coffee and, uh, and then drink a third one before we take off. And, and we do the same thing. We leave around, I don't know, 9.15 for an hour and a half drive. We're down there out in the rain for a soccer game, which ends in a frustrating 0-0 tie. And then an hour and 45 minutes back and just, just beat, just beat by the time late Sunday afternoon rolls around. And so all day long, I just felt so irritated. And for someone that tries to pride themselves on, on having an attitude and being a difference maker with his attitude, I just felt off. And I thought, you know what? I know exactly what I'm going to do to kind of supercharge this month. This is the month I'm going to quit drinking coffee. Yep. Now, for those of you who know me, I love coffee. I mean, I freaking absolutely love it. I crave the heck out of it. And people used to joke around with me at work. I used to drink more of like a bowl rather than a cup of coffee. I found the biggest mug and it was mine for years back when we were in the office every day. So I probably started drinking coffee maybe when I was about 30 years old. I was a teacher, I was a wrestling coach, and I was also taking grad school classes at night. So in the balance of a, a pretty busy day where I'd have to be driving to class and sitting from 7.30 to 10.20 at night, drive home, get home, get into bed at 11, 11.30, and get up at 5.30 and start it all over again, it just was that point in life where... I felt like I needed that caffeine boost. And so for the almost last 20 years, I probably slowly up my intake. 
And so I got to the point where I make a good, let's say three Nespresso's a day. Any, anybody has an espresso, you know, they're just killer, right? I got my little nut pods, foaming machine, load that baby up, little cinnamon and bang. It's like everything you'd want in the morning. And so I was finding myself having to stop myself at three before noon. I easily could have a fourth. And, and I don't know what, you know, we talk about a cup of coffee and what's good and what's not. The recommended dosage is probably no more than two to three cups of coffee per day. But I'm thinking those are the little cups. Like the, remember the old little blue, blue and white ones you used to see in New York City? You look at the old movies from like the 90s and they're tiny. I was probably consuming between 20 and 40 ounces of coffee a day. So who knows with all the changing in medicine and whether that's good or whether it's not. I just knew for me, it just seemed like too much. So I thought, let me kick the habit. So Monday rolls around, Monday, May 1st. And I'll tell you what, it was a battle for a couple of days to be able to get through. And so how am I going to, you know, what's my reasoning, right? So anytime you're trying a new habit, anytime you have to do something that you're trying to change, I always lean on a couple things. And, and two people I want to give credit to. The first is Simon Sinek, because he's got this great book and a great concept where he says, start with why. Whether you're thinking about doing something in terms of just something you want to accomplish, or you're a leader of an organization or a team. Or maybe you're that, that leader of a corporation or an organization. His idea is rather than just doing what most people do, kind of telling what you do, how you do it, and then why, that's kind of uninspiring. His thought is everything that you do can be shared as far as what your mission is. That's your why. Now, how you do it is the next level down, and then you happen to have your, your product or service or outcome. He's got this great example of Apple computers, right? If you wanted to buy a computer normally, people would say, hey, we've got, uh, you know, we, we, we sell computers. Uh, how we do it, uh, we can sell them anywhere around the world. And why? Because we, um, because we think we've got a nice product. And meh, you're kind of uninspired by that. Someone like Apple does their marketing a little different. Everything we do, we want to try to revolutionize and change the way people experience things. How we do it is we make great products with impeccable design and outstanding user-friendliness. We just happen to sell computers. Want to buy one? Totally different, right? That's his methodology. So when I'm thinking about why I want to start a new habit, to me, that's the important thing. If it's just because, and whether that's health, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds, or whether, yeah, I'd like to make more money, I think it's important to start with why. So in this case, my why is I want to be the best version of myself. I can show up with my family, show up at work with energy and clarity and that sense of calm where I bring my best self to those around me. That's my why. So to me, that's always a starting place. But look there's also kind of a secret sauce with it. So I know I've talked about this before and I'll continue to talk about it. This book is Dynamite by James Clear, Atomic Habits. So how does this help? In the book, 
James Clear talks about if you want to make a good habit or to break a bad one, you've got to think about certain principles. So, for example, I want to start working out more. Well, make it easy. So the night before, I'm going to put my clothes together and my workout shoes and everything and put them right outside my door. This way, if I want to get my morning workout in, literally, when I open the door, I might trip over my stuff. That's making it easy. On the other hand, if I want to break a bad habit, make it difficult. So, for example, at a certain time ago, I want to cut down on my wine consumption. So rather than having my wine fridge stocked, keep the wine fridge empty. Make it difficult. So in this case, one of his principles is if you want to break a bad habit, make it unattractive. So what did I do? I made a bet with my best friend. Now, my best friend, Ryan, is a guy that uh, he's my blood brother. I've known him since I was 15 years old, and we like to compete in everything. Uh, probably most often these days we compete at golf. Uh, he probably beats me, I'd say 90% of the time. He probably would argue 98% of the time, but that's another story for another time. But I dislike losing to him more than anything in the world. So I thought, hey, let's make a wager. Let's make it interesting. So I bet my cups of coffee in a given month versus his number of alcoholic drinks. And so it's total number for the month, honor code. And loser gets to pay the piper. Now, personally, I don't care if I bet him a dollar, $10, $100, or $1,000. I'm not going to tell you what I bet him, but I want to make sure I win this bet. So Atomic Habits, thank you very much. So I've got my why. I want to show up and be the best version of myself. And on top of that, I want to break that bad habit. And to make it unattractive, I've added a little bit of extra, extra impetus there too. So just on my days where I felt like, hey, you know what? Maybe the best version of myself could use a couple cups of coffee. I've got a reason. So for this month, that's the goal, to carry this through and to make sure I show up as the best version of myself. Beyond that, who knows? I may introduce coffee occasionally, but I want to make sure I got rid of what I would consider to be a habit that's ingrained in me. So I started with why. Now, I got a second story that goes with this too. We had a major, major family life event this week, and I can't wait to share more about it. So if you listen to some earlier episodes, you know what happened back in December and January. We brought a dog into our world, and it was an amazing experience, but as you know, it ended up being painful, difficult, and really, frankly, kind of heartbreaking when we had to bring Bailey back to the rescue in January to kick off our new year of 2023. Now, it provided an incredible learning experience, as I shared in that podcast episode, where I realized there was something I had to learn from the experience. So for me, I know that Certainly this year, a lens I've tried to really employ everywhere is we can do it together. I can't do it alone. And the more I try to do it alone as a default, I'm not going to get the best outcomes. I may have had success as having that as my MO for a lot of things in my life, but I know that just brute forcing it is not going to be the way to do it anymore. So a couple months back, we found a breeder out in Pennsylvania. And man, I got to tell you, it was a home run. Just from the minute we got started, 
and got ourselves in the waiting list. Diane was, was responsive. She was very communicative. They sent videos and pictures twice a week of the litter. So man, all the way through, we were just fired up, filled with excitement and anticipation. So all of a sudden, it was a week of. We knew we had an appointment on Friday, May 5th to pick up our puppy. And so on Thursday night, this week, we made the trek. And we drove out to Pennsylvania, out to Bedford, uh, stayed overnight, beautiful spot out in Bedford Springs, and woke up. And it was time, had a big breakfast with the family, and it was time for the big day. So we ended up looking at the litter. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot going on in our world right now, of course, that, that causes concerns. Um, not going to turn this into a political diatribe, but you know there's, there's, a, there's a ton of things. Every time you turn on the news, no matter what news channel or, or what, where you get your news from, there's a lot of hardships going on right now, without a doubt. You got interest rates high, you got inflation going on, you've got uh, mass shootings happening in all these different places. And, and frankly, if you focus on those things, you know there's a lot, if you wanted to, that could bring you down. When you see a litter of golden retriever puppies, my God, if that can't put a smile on your face, then I do not know what will. Watching 10 puppies frolic around and just love each other and, and be a, just a ball of, of just happy, excited chaos, like there's nothing like it in the world. So when we walk in the house, I just saw the face and I knew immediately that's my guy. Now, I knew there were going to be fewer males left and more females. My hope and prayer was that we got a male because, uh, hey, frankly, let, let's put it like it is. I, I've got a wonderful wife and I got two wonderful daughters, but we could use a little more male in the house sometimes. And so I just said, man, that's my guy. I hope he's a male. So we also made sure that we talked to Diane in advance and said, look, the most important thing is temperament. I don't want to get the alpha male and bring it home again. We, we don't need to be getting into a pissing contest about who's the boss in the house. Puppies are hard enough. So pick, pick out a docile dog for me. So sure enough, she brought the three males and my guy with the blue collar just came right up and we fell in love with his face. So half an hour later, we signed the paperwork and we're on our way home. And it just brought me back to that place. And with an instant, I remember what it was like to be a dad again, to be a new dad, where you're hanging on every moment, making sure that little guy is okay. You're all you're worried about is the safety and happiness of this beautiful little creature. Same way when I was carrying two little babies in my arms, walking up and down the stairs and just hanging on their every cry, their every noise and every moment. So we had a great day on Friday. Uh, girls came back, had a lacrosse game to go to right away. I stayed home with Gus and uh, man, we just had a blast. So come bedtime, he went in his crate like a little darling. He was unbelievable. And we went up to bed. So I knew, I said to my wife, Dara, I'll take the first shift. So when he wakes up, I'm going to make sure that, that, that I'll take care of it. And it's so interesting. How many times does the alarm go off on a random weekend day when you've got to take the kids to a, to a game somewhere? on a Monday morning when you're just coming off the weekend or just any random day. 
and you just your first thoughts in your mind might be, oh, if I could just get half an hour more sleep or oh, what's the day have to have entailed for me? Before, of course, I always train my mind to kind of point to something positive before I get out of bed. But usually it takes a little bit of work to fight that instinct that all of us have to be anchored towards that, that negative. And we've got to figure out a way to look towards a positive. Well, let me tell you something. We had the baby monitors upstairs. Yeah, we bought baby monitors. And when we heard that little crying whimper, I bolted out of bed. There was no hesitation. I was dressed in 30 seconds. I'm right downstairs. I see my little guy. I see Gus. I carry him outside. We spent about 20 minutes outside trying to help him do his business. And I brought him back in, made sure he was settled and calm, got him back in the crate around 1.15. I didn't think about anything except get down to that puppy and take care of him as soon as that little whimper came out. So once again, thinking about starting with why. Why is that? Because my mission right now in terms of this family is to provide the best possible experience to let this puppy grow into be a loving, amazing family dog. And to get him on a great routine where he feels comfortable, he feels safe, and we can enjoy him and he can enjoy us. And part of that is getting a puppy on a great routine. Because I know if you start the right way early, you'll have an incredible experience with the dog. We were blessed to have a wonderful golden retriever growing up named Ben, and he was just a treasure. So, And that's what I want for Gus. So when that alarm went off, no hesitation, I bolted out of bed like I'd had a 12-hour sleep. So isn't it so interesting? I thought about it during the day. If I had that kind of motivation, getting out of bed every morning, where would I be today? If I had that strong of a why every single day as I took that energy into my business, what could I accomplish? If I had that strong of a why every day when I think about getting up and being the dad I want to be for my daughters, being the husband I want to be for my wife, how much more incredible would our lives be? So to me, this was an awesome, awesome wake-up call, not just to appreciate this beautiful puppy Gus, but just to remember to start with why. And if I could double down on my whys, I know I'm going to bring it as a dad, as a husband, as a leader in business, and overall, just as a human being on this planet. So that's my challenge for you. As you listen to this podcast and you kick off your next day, what's your why? What's going to be that thing? What's going to be that question for you that's going to have you bring your best self to tomorrow? What's going to be that catalyst that's going to get you to pop out of bed and attack the day, knowing you've got to win the day because you've got something behind it? You've got a compelling reason that's not letting you force you have to get out of bed. It's that you want to get out of bed and go conquer the world because your why is that powerful. So I'll leave you with that today. Before I go, just want to take one special moment to introduce something real quick. So thanks for listening to this special episode. Here's a goodbye from Gus. Say hi, Gus. Yeah, this is my man right here. So, again, think about your why this week. 
Can't wait to see you next time. Go get it. Have a great day. Say bye, Gus. <laughs>